Let's turn to the book of Luke this morning. We'll be in Luke chapter number 23, Luke chapter number 23, and we look forward to what the Lord has for us this morning and certainly want you to be back tonight uh, at uh, 6 o'clock. I look forward to the message the Lord's put on my heart this evening. I believe it'll be a challenge and a help to us, Uh, but this morning we'll look in Luke chapter number 23, and I'm going to begin reading in verse number 39. And I will read down through verse number 43. And right away you'll recognize this passage of Scripture. And I believe today the message will be a help to us. And certainly I trust that the Lord will accomplish His purpose this morning. Luke chapter number 23. And we're going to begin reading just a moment, verse number 39. Of course, we are picking up in the middle of the crucifixion of Christ. Uh, Christ has been falsely accused, uh, falsely convicted, and now he has been nailed to the cross after being beaten beyond recognition. We come to verse 39, and follow along with me as I read. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other, answering, rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God? seeing thou art in the same condemnation. And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds, but this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Verse 43, And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Certainly you cannot overemphasize the importance of this passage of Scripture. And certainly thinking of the Lord Jesus Christ and what He did for us. And the sacrifice He made for you and I. And I, You can't read this Scripture without mentioning that. And if you're saved this morning, let your mind go back to the time when you put your faith and trust in Christ. And what Christ did on Calvary. I'm thankful for that. But I won't, the message is going to take a little bit of a turn this morning, but I want to use this passage to take us uh, and, and focus on a certain aspect of this story. Certainly, we know the, the contrast of the two malefactors, the two thieves. One participated in the, the railing, the mockery, the blasphemy of the Son of God. The other, being in His presence with a humble heart, called on Jesus to save him. The best way he knew how, he said, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Notice what Jesus said, and Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. In just a few moments from when Jesus said those words, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise, That unnamed thief took his last breath. He closed his eyes in death and opened them in eternal life in the presence of the Son of God. He had lived a life of sin, of crime. He's paying for his sins. Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. I want to use the Lord's words there to ask a question with my sermon this morning. And 
As I get into the message, I have six variations of that question I'm going to ask. But I want to ask the question, if today was your last day. If today was your last day. This is such a wonderful story to you and I because on this man's last day, he found salvation. On his last day, he found forgiveness. On his last day, he got hope. But if this was your last day, give me your attention this morning. Father, I pray that you would use the message, accomplish your purpose. Father, this is certainly a message that I believe that you have ordained this morning and may we give our attention to what is said today. Most importantly, may we act on what is said today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Certainly we read of a sobering story, one of that would bring us to rejoice of a sinner coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. As we've read our text today, that shall be with me in paradise. The Lord has reminded this man that today is your last day on earth. This should cause all of us to think that there is an end to our life. Hebrews 9.27 reminds us, and it is, As it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. James 4.14 says, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 1 and 2, But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Whether our natural days come to an end, or whether Christ returns, the day is coming in the life of every individual here, where it will be your last day. A doctor, our health may get to a place, we may acquire a disease, our, our natural days may live out where a doctor will say the time is coming to an end, but friend, you and I must be reminded it is the Almighty God who controls the beating heart, it is the Almighty God who has determined when your last day will be, when my last day will be. But I want to ask you this morning, if today was your last day, the thief on the cross was gloriously saved in the last moments of this natural life. While most importantly, he would spend eternity with Christ, there were undoubtedly things he could not do now that he could have done had he given his life to God. While certainly the most important thing is his eternity, on his last day, no apologies could be given. No testimonies could be told. No opportunities to tell his friends and family that he had met Christ. No I love you's and no notes of appreciation. There were no more visits with loved ones, and there were no opportunities to make a difference in this world. We thank God that he found Christ on his last day. But certainly there were some things that because this was his last day, that he could not do if he had more days. Think with me for a moment about something we don't like to think about. 
What if today was your last day? What a sobering thought for all of us. The fact of the matter is, one day will be your last day. Today could be your last day. If you are saved, you will leave this world for paradise to spend eternity with Christ. What a comforting thought when we think of the fact that this could be our last day. Death could be awaiting any one of us in this room this morning. You say, well, pastor, I feel, I feel fine. I, I just got a clean bill of health. Friend, it is just, it's a step as David wrote between life and death. You and I don't know that we have another day. And the Bible is very clear in a warning. That you better live every day as if it's your last day. We as Christians should be looking for the return of Christ. This could be our last day. But if it's your last day, and if you're saved this morning, that's your testimony. Praise the Lord. You don't have to fear death. You don't have to fear eternity because you'll spend eternity with Christ. But what would be left undone? If you had known it was your last day, what would you put in order? Who would you call? What would you change? If today was your last day and we rejoice in this testimony, and it's certainly a, a message of any man can be saved if they just turn their heart to God and they call in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and whether it's in the last moments, and I can tell you, I've had those privileges of being in a hospital room and in, in literally the last hours of an individual's life to hear them call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in salvation. That is a wonderful, wonderful thing that somebody in those last hours trusted Christ and literally their eternity, they were hours away from hell, but they found Christ and they entered into the presence of God. But listen to me this morning, what well, today was your last day. What would be left undone? I want to ask six questions, six variations of this question I've asked you this morning, and we'll get out maybe even early this morning. Because while we rejoice in the fact that he was saved, as he's nailed to that cross, there were some things he could not do. Let me ask you, first of all, this morning, number one, if today were your last day, who would you forgive? If today were your last day, who would you forgive? Who are you holding bitterness towards that if you were facing eternity, you were facing your last day, you would say, I don't want to leave that undone. I, I have to give that forgiveness because today's my last day. If today were your last day, who would you forgive? Let me tell you, the person that comes to your mind or the incident that you're thinking of, that's exactly what you need to do today. You need to forgive that person. Well, I've got more time. You don't know that. Who would you forgive if this was your last day? And I'm convinced that this is what keeps the joy away from God's people. This is what keeps revival from taking place in our churches. Is because of the bitterness and unforgiveness in the heart of Christians. Bitterness has destroyed more homes than alcohol ever will. 
Bitterness has destroyed the lives of Christians and the usefulness of Christians more than whatever sin that you want to name. And friend, if you are withholding forgiveness for somebody, if this was your last day, who would you forgive? Number two, if today were your last day, to whom would you say thank you? If you were told, if God allowed it to be to where you knew that today would be the last day you ever lived on this earth before you entered eternity, who would you pick up the phone and call and say, I've just got to say thank you to your investment in my life. I've got to say thank you for the sacrifices that you made so that I could have a better life. I've got to say thank you for taking me to church so I could hear the gospel. I've got to say thank you for the kindness that you showed me in those low moments. If today were your last day, to whom would you take a short drive to and say, I just had to look you in the face and say thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your investment. See, friend, we live in the day the opposite of that, of unthankfulness. But if today was your last day, who would you have to call and say, I got, they have to know what they meant to me. They have to know the difference that they made in my life. Well, friend, we don't know if today is our last day. And if today was our last day and there's somebody that we would say thank you to, don't you think it would be a good idea? that we still pick up the phone this afternoon and we say, the Lord just put you on my heart and I wanted to say thank you for your investment in me. Thank you for your sacrifice in my life. Hey, don't wait till Mother's Day. Don't wait till Father's Day. Don't wait till some appreciation day. We got to live a life of gratitude and thankfulness because the day is coming when it will be your last day. It will be my last day and how sad for us to slip into eternity without having told those that we, we owe a thank you, thank you. Number three, if today were your last day, who would you love? Who would you express that love to? It's a shame that a parent has the wonder if their children love them. When's the last time, if your parents are living, when's the last time you expressed your love to your mother or your father? When's the last time you expressed your love to those that God has put into your life, whether it be a friend or a family member or a, those you go to church with, if, if, if I died today, if today were my last day, I would, I'd want to say I love you one more time. I'd, I'd want them to know how I felt about them. I'd want them to know the love that was in my heart for them. I, I, I would want to express uh, the, the, not just the gratitude, but the love and how sad for, for an individual to slip into eternity and never be able to say what one more time or never be able to express the love that they have in their heart towards somebody. If today were your last day, who would you love? 
Number four, if today were your last day, what would you give? What would you give? As this thief was nailed to this cross, he knew his life was coming to an end. He would not have another day. Nothing in this world held any value to him as he was facing eternity. Friend, if you knew today was your last day, would you start tithing? Because as the book of Hebrews reminds us, there is a day after death of judgment. And I, I don't know exactly how it's going to be. No man does. And, and I, get, I have an understanding of what the Scripture tells us. And we slip into eternity. And we, in, in, that, in that twinkling of it, and in, in that moment, to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord, and, you, and in your mind will we'll draw certain conclusions to that. But friend, I don't want to face God owe any money. You ever owed anybody money and you avoid their phone calls and you... And you, and you avoid talking to them. And again, I know it's not going to be this way, but that would be an awkward rapture for a lot of Christians who owe God money. Boy, if you knew today was your last day, would you settle up with God? Would you tithe then, knowing that you're going to face Him? Well, friend, one day is going to be our last day. And what kind of an account are you going to have with God? Would you give an extra offering? Pastor, I've got my tithe down to the penny, and, and I, I give my tithe. Praise the Lord. You're only half obedient. Because the Scripture says tithes and offerings. What would you give? Would you give the missions then? I think it's very wise, and I think you ought to do it. You ought to have a will that specifies what takes place after your death. And if you, especially if you, if you have, if the Lord's allowed you to accumulate, accumulate any, and especially if, if, if He's allowed you to accumulate a lot of things, and, and, you know, right after my name, you ought to have... It all laid out, exactly. I think it's wise to do that. And, but if you knew today was going to be your last day, would you give the missions? Would you want to leave something behind for the next generation? See, one of the problems and mistakes we make as Christians is we think we've got all the time in the world. We think we're always going to have the health that we have today. We think we're always going to have the means, financially or otherwise, that we have today. And friend, the older you get, the more you realize life is a vapor. Well, I, I, I would tell you there's probably some in the, in the room this morning that that time has gotten away from them and strength has gotten away from them. And if they could go back to when they were younger, they would, they would make some different decisions because time does go by. But if today was your last day, I just happen to think that we'd want to settle our account with God. 
What would you give? Who would you give to? Would you give to the Lord if today was your last day? Would you settle up? What would you leave behind for others? Will you have that will made out? And when my life is over, whenever that is, I want, I want what I do have. I want, it to, I want it to be very specific. That I want it to know, everybody to know exactly where it's supposed to go. And friend, if today was your last day, and you didn't have to put it on a piece of paper. And you had in your power to do with what God has given you to put it to where it would do some good and to, and to make a difference for another generation. What would you give? I'm not asking you to give to anything. I'm asking you, what would you give if today was your last day? If today, number five, if today were your last day, who would you witness to? If today were your last day, who would you witness to? What family member that you either are concerned about their salvation or you know they're lost. Would you call one more time? Because I believe the reality is this. There are people on this planet that you and I are supposed to be a witness to. That you and I have the greatest opportunity to give the gospel Perhaps we have the relationship of blood or of close family or, or, or of close friendship. And there, there's, some, there's some weight that comes with that if we make the phone call. If you were going into eternity, who is it that you would say, I've got to call them one more time and, and plead with them one more time as if it's the last time you'll ever be able to give them the gospel, as if it's the last time you can ever plead with them to trust Christ as if it's the last time you'll ever see them on this side of eternity. And you don't want to go into eternity, yes, with the peace and the joy of knowing that you'll be with Jesus, you'll be in that glorified body, you'll be in paradise, but you don't want to slip into eternity knowing you'll be with Him and you leave behind a loved one. If they die in their sins, they'll go to the horrible place called hell and pay for their own sins for all of eternity. Who would you, who would you call? Who would you go knock on their door this afternoon? If you knew when the sun set, your days were done, your life was over, who is it that you would witness to? Who is it that you would give the gospel? Perhaps you would cross the path of someone today and and feel the urge to give them the gospel, but you know, I've got plenty of time, and and perhaps I'll, I'll cross their path again. Who is it that would cross your path today and say, I've got to tell everybody I come in contact with. I don't have any more time to be a witness. I can't tell anybody else about the gospel. Who is it that you would witness to? If today was your last day, it's a wonderful testimony. It's a wonderful example of the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. That while he's bearing the sins of mankind, he's winning people to himself. He's, he, he's making a way of salvation. And in the last hours, and there's certainly a message, friend, that it's never too late for someone to call on Jesus. It's never too late for somebody to be saved. It's never too late for somebody to change their eternity. But it might be too late to tell that story to somebody else. If today was your last day, who would you witness to? 
Who would you take the time to write a letter to? Pleading with them to trust Christ as their Savior. Who today would you drop to your knees and pray for? Then number six, if today were your last day, what spiritual decision would you make? What area of your life would you finally say yes to the Lord in? That area that you've been holding back. Well, Pastor, I've, I've surrendered this and I've surrendered this and I've surrendered this. But the area that you've yet to surrender to the Lord. You're going to face Him. The hour's getting late and if today's the last day, it'll be but a few moments before I'm going to see Jesus face to face. As Paul knew it was his last day, Paul could testify that he's given Christ everything. But today was your last day. What is it that you would quit holding out on God? Oh, let's, let's get real personal this morning. What thing in secret would you run to an altar and confess? What habit would you get rid of? What weight, Christian, would you lay down? What excuse would you quit giving of why you can't give everything to God and why you can't give your life to Him and why you can't serve Him with every, every bit of your being? What excuse would you say, well, it's just not going to matter. This excuse, I'm going to see Him face to face. I'm going to be with Him in paradise. I'm not going to offer that as an excuse to Him as I'm enjoying a glorified body. I'm enjoying paradise. I'm enjoying forgiveness. And I'm there because of His shed blood. I'm there because of His sacrifice. I'm not going to meet Him with an excuse of why I couldn't surrender it all or why I couldn't follow through on a commitment that I gave Him or why I couldn't give up that relationship or that individual or, or that sin that I held on to. If you knew today was your last day, what is it that you would decide for Him? What is it that you would lay down as an altar? What is it in your heart that you're harboring and you're holding to yourself and you say, God can have everything but this? What is it that you would decide to finally give it all to Him? What service would you perform? What commitment would you make? Would you finally follow the Lord in believer's baptism? Would you say, well, if today's my last day and it's Sunday, I want to leave a church member of a Bible-believing Baptist church. I'm going to make the commitment to his institution that he died for. Well, if today was my last day, there's a lot of time I obviously don't have, but I want to, I want to have that full surrender 
I want to have that full commitment. And friend, I, I know, that we, and this is intended to be pointed today on purpose. If today was your last day, and there might be somebody in the building say, well, today's not my last day. I wouldn't leave this building today with that pride in my heart and with that haughtiness in my spirit to say, I've got plenty of time because it is the Almighty God who knows our beginning and our ending. It's the Almighty God who knows when we'll face eternity. He has written our script. He is, he's determined the amount of days, and today could be your last day. See, well, Pastor, you're trying to scare me into making a decision. No, I'm trying to present the reality that we serve a God that in the last moment, He will take a humble and contrite heart, and He will forgive a sinner, and He will accept that decision. But friend, if you wait to that last moment to make those decisions for Christ, you can't go back with the time that is wasted and relive those days. You can't go tell people about Jesus if you don't have that time. You can't express your gratitude if you don't have that time. You can't express your love and your appreciation for somebody else if you wait to that last hour to get everything in order. The day were your last day, would you finally trust Christ as your Savior? Would you finally, as the thief on the cross did, say, would you remember me? Would you remember me? And I'm thankful, as we've already seen, I've already reminded us, that even in the last hours, Forgiveness can be obtained. What decision, what unforgiveness, what unsurrender are you harboring? Because you think you got more time to get it right. I've got more time to start doing it. We don't know the full story of this man that's on the cross who put his faith in Christ. We don't know what kind of influences he had in his life, but I would dare say that he knew he shouldn't have lived the life he lived. And I, and I can just only imagine, and this is all me just supposing what might have gone through his mind. Certainly he's rejoicing and he's suffering physically, obviously. But would you remember me? And you remember when you got saved and salvation is not a feeling. It's a decision to put your faith in Christ. But when you put your faith in Christ, it feels different. And I wonder how that thief fell on that cross. And I just wonder if it went through his mind. I wish I could tell my mama that I finally got things right. I wish I could tell my daddy that all of his sacrifices, how I ignored them and, and I overlooked them, and my heart's finally right. My mind's finally right. Oh, the friends I ran with, I wish I could tell them now that this man, Jesus, he is the Son of God. 
He can make the change. He is the difference that we need. I wish those that when I was young who sacrificed and, and, they, and they tried to keep me on the right path, I, I wish I had taken more note of their investment in my life and I wish I had been more grateful for what they had done for me. I don't know his story, but I wonder. It'd be a shame. It'd be a shame for somebody to grow up in a Christian home and grow up in a good church and have the sacrifice of a mom and a dad and never to express their gratitude. Say, well, they know, oh, friend, it's kind of hard to to pick out the gratitude with all the griping and complaining. Well, Pastor, I I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do. Well, it's kind of hard to figure that out sometimes when you're you're fighting the will of God and you're you're going against the Word of God. Well, well, I I love the Lord and and I want to serve Him. What is it? I don't know what it is. But if today were your last day, what decision, if this was the last service you were ever in, if this is the last invitation that, that would ever be called, what is it that you would lay down on this altar? What is it that you would surrender? Who is it that you would forgive? And I'm convinced with my, in my heart this morning that there are Christians today, who God, you are, you are, you're keeping yourself from joy, from happiness, because you won't forgive somebody. It's not because you, you don't want to forgive them. It's, it's you've been hurt. And you just, you hang on to that. I've got time. You may not. We, who would you express your gratitude? Who would you love? Who would you witness to? What would you confess? What would you change? If there's something that you, the Lord, has brought to your mind, if when I asked you that first question, who would you forgive, whoever, or whoever's, the Lord brought to your mind? Can I give you a suggestion? That in just a moment when we go to the invitation, why don't you walk down the aisle? Kneel on this altar and forgive them. Because you may not have another day to do it. Oh, when I, when I, when I ask the question, of who would you give thanks to? I don't think it's a bad idea to first give thanks to God for allowing others to be in our life. then there ought to probably be some phone calls made this afternoon. There probably ought to be some notes written and expressing the gratitude and the thankfulness for the investment in our life. Oh, perhaps when I ask the question, who would you love? Is there somebody you need to make sure they know that, that you love them? And who would you witness to? There ought to be somebody that... That you, that you call on. There's ought to be somebody that you say, I've got to get them the gospel because if it's not my last day, it might be their last day. Oh, and I might as well interject this. I've touched it this morning. 
There might ought to be some checks written to the Emmanuel Baptist Church today. Because if it's your last day, you'd want to meet God with a clear record. What decision? Friend, if you knew it was your last day, you wouldn't put off salvation one more time. You wouldn't put off surrender one more time. You wouldn't hold that secret without confessing it. Oh, I, I believe that when the invitation starts, there ought to be some Christians who leave their seat and come to an altar. And what the Lord's been dealing with you, not just for days, but for weeks and months, or for perhaps years, you need to do business with God. Because today could be your last day. It could be your last day. One day, it will be your last day. Can I give you some counsel from the life of the thief on the cross? Don't wait until your last day to do what you could do today. Because if it's not your last day, the day is coming where it will be your last day. Today could be your last day. Live like it. Live like it. Let's not let the day end without doing what we should do if the day was our last day. Father, help us today to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit.